friends. Welcome back to Adorn Podcast. We are on episode 11. We're so excited for tonight's episode. Today we're doing a roundtable type discussion and our guests are in all different seasons of life to discuss what it looks like in different seasons to be growing in biblical literacy, theology, and our understanding of the gospel. Welcome to the Adorned Podcast. We're your hosts, Aaron and Casey. We would love for you to come join us each week as we discuss what it means to be made beautiful by God's Word. Whether you are a college student walking to class, a mom folding laundry during nap time, or a boss babe sitting in rush hour traffic, we hope that we can encourage and inspire you to pursue a deeper understanding of the Bible. All right, so let's get to know our guests. First up, we have Abigail. Let us know a little about you. Hey guys, my name is Abigail. I'm 18 years old and I'm about to graduate high school and go to college. Um, uh, season of life. Um, I'm being mentored by Aaron, so that's really fun. <laughs> I have been for the last four years, kind of on and off, but more consistently within this last year. So that's been really fruitful and I've learned a lot from that. Um, my random fact would have to be that I was in Spy Kids 4 all the time in the world as an extra. No way! Uh, Yahweh! Oh, so basically so cool. I'm famous. Um, yeah. Kind of a big deal. Are no, you I on IMBD? IMDB. No. Oh, right? did I say it wrong? Data base. I yeah. Something like that. Whatever, yeah. whatever it's called. I don't know. I haven't looked. You can, you can try looking. Are you on Wikipedia? Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You can Google my name and see what happens. I don't know. That's awesome. <laughs> that is so funny. All right. Next, we have Ashley. All right. My name is Ashley Hartgrove, and uh, I am also known as Aa to some little, <laughs> little, littles. Um, I have two, I would say, little kids, but they're not. They're six foot two and five foot nine. I'm the smallest <laughs> one in my home. Um, we're now driving and going through all those fun things. And my fun fact is my eyes change colors. That is a fun Ooh. fact. That is so cool. Mm-hmm. Like what colors? So my eyes were brown before I had kids. <gasps> and after I had kids, they turned hazel. And sometimes they're more hazel. Sometimes they're kind of green. On an off That's occasion, fun. they're yellow. It's kind of weird. That's super cool. I want to know the science behind that. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> That's a really fun, fun fact. Yeah. Right? yeah. Fun facts are always my favorite. That's great. This next guest is near and dear to my heart. This is my mama. I'm Debbie Riley. I'm 66 years old, and I have three daughters, three son-in-loves, seven grandchildren. So my season of life is really being a nana. That says about it. Mm-hmm. I do have a funny, quirky thing is I make up words. Yes, and yep, she does I do that. pronounce <laughs> words incorrectly a lot, yes. including names. Yep, all the time. On purpose? Yeah, no. She always. <laughs> she always it's not calls, on purpose. We have a really good friend, Katie, and she always calls her Casey. Oh, that's I, well time. because you guys are. Oh, like our friend Katie. Yes. Oh, uh, yes. Jonathan even does that. My oh, husband. Thank you. He texts Katie all the time, <laughs> and it's supposed to go to me. And I'm like, that's, that's not awkward. That's that really we're funny. Good friends. Yeah. Hopefully, it's not anything inappropriate. <laughs> no, we don't do that, Aaron. <laughs> no, but there's only one letter difference. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And they both start with K, yeah, and you guys are you know. friends, yes, and I see exactly. you yeah. in the same places. Yeah. This my favorite time my mom ever made up a word was when we were in Spain, and she she wanted to pay we were trying to leave a restaurant and she was trying to get them to bring us the bill and she was like money oh money oh we have money oh and i was like oh mom no mom just no mom you just add o to any word and it becomes spanish that's that's me. debbie land yeah my dad, yeah. My dad believes that too yeah. Yeah. oh that's great it's not, it's not yeah. a thing. 
Okay, so changing speeds a little bit, let's start talking about um, the Bible. And so we've talked about three main topics in our last few series, um, biblical literacy, theology, and the gospel. So um, we're going to give the listeners a brief recap of your own definitions. So Ashley, what would you say, how would you define biblical literacy in your own words? I would just say biblical literacy is um, knowing, understanding, and reading the Bible. Boom. Perfect. Mm -hmm. Easy peasy. Easy, easy. Okay, Miss Debbie, what about theology? I think of theology as a thorough study of God to better help it have meaning, of the Bible and God, to have meaning for me. Love it. Mm -hmm. And Abigail, what about the gospel? The gospel is the most beautiful and the best story that proves heart transformation and that never fails and is constant through every season of life. Mm. It's beautiful. That's good. I like that. So what would you say, um, starting with Abigail, what would you say the Lord has really been teaching you the most about in this season of those three topics? Yeah, I would definitely say theology is the biggest one because I have this tendency to fall into sin of complacency, um, just kind of getting bored in my faith because I've grown up in the church my entire life. So um, I would say that the theology is just like growing the passion, restlessness um, to know more about him. And, you know, we never stop learning like we've talked about a lot. Um, And so it just keeps me chasing after him, like through my curiosity and craving that craving for biblical understanding rather Mm. than knowledge. Mm. That's good. I think that's a really good point is that when we become complacent in our faith, it's because of our lack of growing and understanding of who God is. Mm -hmm. Every time I find out something new about God, it makes me just grow my awe and wonder for him and desire to know him more and read his word more. I love that. Mm -hmm. I love that. What about you, Ashley? I'm sorry. What was the question? (laughs) (laughs) I didn't think I was answering this time. (laughs) Okay. uh, Out of the three topics that we've discussed, biblical literacy, theology, and the gospel, which one would you say um, the Lord has been teaching you in this season that you're in right now? I would say biblical literacy and theology. Um, I have been in the word for a very long time of my life, but I've recently gone through just a, um, a residency class that mm-hmm. the, the church offers just as a staff member. So I didn't have to like write all the papers and stuff. Mm-hmm. So really understanding theology and understanding the importance of, um, memorizing scripture has just become more important to me mm-hmm. lately. I love that. I love that you talk about memorizing scripture. Cause I think that's something that we've mentioned, but haven't spent a lot of time talking yeah. about, but that's a big part of biblical literacy. Mm-hmm. I mean, and theology, if you think about it, cause you're learning and memorizing who God is through his word. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah, about good. you, mom. Well, I would say the gospel, sharing the gospel, mm-hmm. sharing the story of Jesus and the need for him and the, how we cannot be in with God without him and how he sacrificed his life for us. And sometimes us, trying to tell somebody that we're sinners mm-hmm. you know then they you know that everybody's sinners but sometimes that's hard to start out with and so you know the more I get to know him through bible literacy and theology I learn better ways of doing that and having him speak through me would you say you've had a chance to has God been putting you in situations to share the gospel yes and sometimes I don't do very well at it because <laughs> mm-hmm. sometimes I'm not as dependent on him as I need to be Ooh, mm-hmm. I really point. need to have him speak through me more than me worrying about mm-hmm. what I'm going to say to possibly offend them mm-hmm. now the gospel's mm-hmm. sometimes offending and right. but yet you have a answer to mm-hmm. that offense so 
I think that's probably the biggest thing. Yeah, that's a good point. We we sometimes worry about, am I saying it right? Am I going to say the wrong thing? Am I going to be offensive? But to just let the Holy Spirit do the work and not not put so much pressure on saying the right thing. Right. Good. It's yeah. good to hear that since you're a little bit more advanced in years <laughs> than we are. That That's still something that we can be growing in yes. always. Oh, yeah, um, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good. So which of these three, biblical literacy, theology, and the gospel, do you struggle with the most? And uh, maybe expand a little bit if you can. Um, Abigail, we'll start with you. Okay. Um, I would say biblical literacy just because I struggle with finding a consistent plan as far as like a devotional or something like that because sometimes I kind of get bored with them or I'm like, oh, this is too much work or... I'm very OCD, so I like to write things a certain way. So I like to do calligraphy at the top and write the title of the chapter that I'm doing or whatever. And then I kind of get caught up in like, oh, this doesn't look pretty enough. And then I get distracted. So I'm like, I just need to find something that is not super routine that then leads to complacency, but something that's consistent enough for me to be getting the most out of, you know, what Mm -hmm. I'm doing for the Lord and glorify him through that. Hmm. That's good. Thank you for being honest about that. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. Mm Mm-hmm. What about you, Ashley? Um, I would say probably sharing the gospel. Mm. We just got home from a mission trip to Africa, and we were given opportunities to share the gospel. So we're going to go to these people's homes that we've already pre-chosen. And so that was fairly easy. And then we were asked to create our own opportunities when we went to like In-N-Out Hamburger in Ethiopia. Mm. And so we had to go like sit down with somebody and find somebody to talk to and get to know them and find out why they're here and ask them if they know the Lord. And um, the more you, the more I did it, the more comfortable I got with it, mm-hmm. but it was, um, it's just interesting to me that you're in a foreign country where you're never going to see these people again. And it's still hard. Yeah. 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 I think that's a good point though. The more you do it, the mm. more comfortable you become. Mm. And so that's just a good reminder that we can practice this. And like, as like the more we do it in our life, like we're going to refine, like, mm-hmm our skills, I guess, so to speak, at sharing the gospel and we'll just be more comfortable with it. So it's good to hear that, to know that it won't always be quite as scary mm-hmm. and it will eventually come more natural, mm-hmm. I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, that is a good reminder. And I think it also is just a reminder that it's not always about um, being judged by the person, so to speak, because like you said, you'll never see him again. But I think it's just that kind of control factor, kind of like you were talking about, Debbie, like we want to be in control and we want to have the answers and we want to sound smart. And I think that a lot of times we can forget the Holy Spirit's role Mm -hmm. in it Mm -hmm. and just kind of let go and let God, Mm -hmm. so to speak, um, when you're talking to people and that's hard, it's hard because you're afraid. What if I'm not going to have the answers? What if I don't know everything? What if I say something wrong? And just to remember that it's the Holy spirit at work. It's not us. Mm -hmm. That's good. Mm -hmm. That's good. Good. What about you, Debbie? Well, I sort of touched on that in the last question about the struggle of trying to share and being worried about it. But you know, really, I mean, it, and you got to be convicted about it, that that's the main commandment, mm. to love others. And what's a better way to love others than to share his salvation t- with them, you know, to mm-hmm. have them come to him. It's just got to keep that in mind rather than all the other stuff when you're yeah. out there sharing. 
So Ashley, would you say it's necessary to be growing in our understanding of all three of these topics of biblical literacy, theology, and the gospel? And how do you see them working together in growing your walk with the Lord? Um, absolutely. Uh, very, very recently I was challenged. We had um, just a time of worship and in that time of worship, the songs that were chosen, I did not know. I had never heard, mm-hmm. but I was open to, to hearing and receiving and praising the Lord. And then later, um, in talking with some people, the theology of the song may have not been correct. Mm-hmm. And so it is important to know the scripture because mm-hmm. there's psalms in the scripture that we sing to the Lord all the time um, and to understand his character and who he is and what the Bible says about him. So even when you're singing, you, you know, when you're singing that song and you're lifting your heart up to the Lord, it's biblically sound. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. I think that's, that's a really good point because that kind of ties all of them together. And I think you, a lot of people probably don't even recognize when something isn't biblically sound because they're not, you know, being immersed in the scripture where they probably can't even catch something if it's not biblically sound. Mm-hmm. No, worship pastor's wife here. So <laughs> I actually, the other day, I was like, hey, John, and I think Aaron was actually there for this conversation and he kind of caught me on it. But I was like, hey, I really like such and such song. Why don't we, do, why don't we ever sing that at church? And he was like, um, because I don't know that it's biblical. And I was like, oh, ouch. <laughs> I was like, um, okay. Uh, that was a test. You know? I was testing yes, you. Yes, <laughs> I was testing you to see if you knew. I mean, but yeah, mm-hmm. like we don't need yeah. to be singing songs just because they're catchy and just because they have the mm-hmm. word God in it. Like mm-hmm. it's so important to know what you're singing. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, that's super important. Mm-hmm. So I love mm-hmm. that. Yeah, it's good. Okay, so now we're going to get in and talk a little bit more specifically about each individual topic. Um, So, Debbie, how would you say that growing in biblical literacy has grown your walk with the Lord? Well, obviously, being I think of biblical literacy, it's being in the Bible and learning his word, and then that's part of my sanctification. Actually, Mm -hmm. all three of them are, really, but that's part of how it's done. So for my walk just actually being in his word, not just doing devotionals, not just doing Christian readings, not just doing that. That literacy is really important to me. Mm -hmm. So that, I guess that would be helping my walk. That's great. (laughs) That's great. Abigail, what would you say um, how growing in biblical literacy has grown your walk with the Lord? Wow, so much, first of all. Like, I mean, when I'm not consistent in the word, I'm not growing and I'm not learning. I'm just kind of chilling and that's not a good place to be in. That's like when I'm struggling with complacency. Um, but just really over this past year or two, I've learned so much, um, just about the Bible and knowing scripture is so important. Like we were talking about earlier, memorizing scripture, it has been so crucial to my walk in sharing the gospel with others because Mm -hmm. when people have doubts about faith and they're not sure, like, why bad things happen or things like that. Like just things that people struggle with in my generation a lot. Like it's just really awesome to have that scripture to back it up. Um, and just to also better understand his love for me so I can better reflect Christ in the ways that I love others. Mm. That's good. Oh, I like that a lot. 
You say that all again? Yeah. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Rewind on the podcast. <laughs> there you go. Come back. Oh, like good. Good there, there was one thing that I could add if I could because Absolutely. it's sort of like an old song that I really loved and I didn't remember to put it on there, but it's like it's called In the Garden and it's mm-hmm. and the, the refrain is and to walk with him and to talk with him and he tells me I am his own and the joy we share as we tarry there, no one has ever known. So that to me is like what you want to do with your mm-hmm. Bible literacy. Yeah. You want to mm-hmm. walk well, with him. It's yeah, beautiful. That's good. And tarry. And just stay mm-hmm. there. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. yeah. Like a joy yeah. no one's ever known. Right. Wow, yeah. that's pretty. Mm-hmm. That's pretty. Mm-hmm. That's why old hymns are the best. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Love them. And they're mostly biblically sound. So. Exactly. Yes, yes. Mostly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so in episode five on theology, we discuss what it looks like to live in the tension of deepening our understanding of theology, but also remembering that our salvation is based on our faith in Christ alone. So what would you say it looks like for you to balance these two ideas? Ashley, we'll start with you. I would say having your identity rooted in Christ is, um, for, for my walk has been the most important because when my identity is rooted in him, his word and who he is always defines me. Mm -hmm. Um, when I'm not rooted in my identity in him, then I'm not with his word and other people define me. And mm-hmm. so what I what I wrote down for um, that I was like, this is, I thought this was really good, but and what I'm, is what I'm doing in order to receive an identity or is what I'm doing in out of the identity that I have mm-hmm. in Christ? Mm-hmm. That is good. And so for me, that's... Um, living in the tension. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's a, a perfect way to think about it is your identity. Mm-hmm. Because if you have your identity, you're not worried about balancing or anything like that. You you know who you are. You're on your solid foundation. And so you can live in the fact that, yes, my salvation is sealed, but I also mm-hmm. want to get to know the Lord more so I understand what that means for mm-hmm. me and how it can define me. Mm-hmm. It's good. Yeah. That's good. Mm-hmm. What about you, Mom? Well, I think today... The- theology is really important because our culture is like trying to change God's word, basically. Yes. <laughs> and it's unchangeable. It mm-hmm. doesn't change. It's the truth. And I think it's a very slippery slope to go down, just like you with that song. Mm-hmm. Sometimes mm-hmm. they'll say something and you're like, if you don't know or you haven't studied theology, or you haven't studied God's word, you might say, well, maybe that's okay. Mm-hmm. No. You know, yeah. it's only what's in his word is what's truth. and It doesn't change. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really good. I feel like we see we're seeing that a lot in our culture of this idea, um, you know, love, 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 without really rooting it in scripture. What does it mean and all that? And we uh-huh. kind of alluded to that on the, um, the previous episode. But I think that's a good point. Is you have to have um, our pastor always says you have to have your plumb line. Like, yes. where is your plumb line? Your plumb yeah. line has to be in the scripture. Mm-hmm. Um, and we talked about that as far as catching counterfeits. You're not yep. gonna be able to mm-hmm. catch counterfeits mm-hmm. unless you know the truth. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, what about you, Abigail? Well, I was recently studying 1 Peter, and um, in that, it talks about being um, called to be holy um, in 1 Peter 1, 13 through 21, and that to me, like, I just was realizing, you know, once you're saved, that is enough, and like, you're secured in the kingdom, and like, it's happening, your eternity is secured, 
But at the same time, like if we know and love God and have an understanding of the gospel, why would we not want to be obedient and love mm-hmm. God in the ways that he's called us to be mm-hmm. set apart? Um, it's extremely hard for me, especially in high school, um, just dealing with a lot of that love, love, love. Mm-hmm. Like something that I've been learning a lot is that love is not acceptance. Mm-hmm. Um, love is a choice. And I think that that has been so crucial in trying to explain that to people, but come from a way that's not offensive. Um, just kind of letting the Holy Spirit take over those conversations, but um, just definitely being set apart and knowing him more, mm-hmm. um, just setting in stone that theology and understanding like where your beliefs rooted, are rooted in. Mm-hmm. Guys, this is so cool. Like everybody had a different answer and they yeah. were all so good. <laughs> yeah. I love that. I love that. So we also talked about how we can't truly experience God without knowing him. Um, so can you share an example of how your theology has shaped your experience of God? If you don't remember what we're talking about, go back and listen to episodes five and six about theology. But um, let's start with you this time, Mom. Okay, well, if I had one to pick, I would be that God's plan for man and woman, because in other words, submission. Growing up in the 60s and coming from a broken home, I had no idea what, I didn't want to submit to anything. Mm -hmm. You know, I wanted to be on my own and all that. But as you go through and you study the theology of what God's plan is for man and woman and our husband and wife, and also reading Celebration of Discipline by Richard Foster, you know, you get a whole new understanding of what submission is. You're not necessarily submitting to your husband or to somebody else. You're submitting to Christ mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then therefore doing that for him. As it says in Ephesians 5.22, wives submit to your husband as to the Lord. But there's the compliment in Ephesians 5.25, husbands love your wives just as Christ loved the church and gave himself for her. And those were hard. I was convicted and I've been shaped in understanding his word and just putting my heart in his word to try to have me understand what he means by the submission. Mm-hmm. How would you say that that's changed your experience of God? Well, it, my experience of God through my marriage, mm-hmm. I guess that would be the best thing. And, you know, we've been married 32 years now, so. Mm-hmm. And You're so it, cute. I've talked about this before. Yes, with we already talked about this on I your mean, Facebook selfies. <laughs> you don't really are so cute. They're just, you know, there's just harmony. And mm-hmm. yeah. it's just not always, obviously not, but there's harmony with that. And it, it that was about probably... 15 years ago, 17 years ago, when I actually really believed that that was the right way. Mm-hmm. I was 10? So, yes. So, you know, it, it's, huh. you don't realize, so a lot of things happened late in me <laughs> well, in my life. I think that's just, it just shows that even though it's hard and we might not understand, trusting in God's plan is always the best. Mm-hmm. Like, he has yeah. our best interest at heart. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so, even though we might not understand why, doing it his way, mm-hmm we're going to be the happiest. Yeah. I mean, life's not about being happy necessarily, but it really is the best way. Mm-hmm. And so we'll find contentment mm-hmm. in that. Right. So exactly. yeah, that's yep. good. That's good. Um, let's see. What about you, Ashley? I have, have recently been studying the attributes of God. I'm going through like a 30 day study. And one of the attributes that they were talking about is how he's immutable. Mm-hmm. James 1.17 says that every good and perfect gift is from the father above. Mm-hmm. And he is, there's no variance in him. 
And I love that it says that there's no shadow due to change. Mm -hmm. And there is absolutely nothing in this world that I can think of that doesn't change Mm -hmm. or that doesn't have variation. And so I can, um, how this has changed my aspect is I can understand and or try, (laughs) Mm -hmm. I can't fully understand him and his there's no variation with him, but I know that there has been times of pure joy that he's given me just pure joy. And then there's been times of that have been super hard. And Mm -hmm. so when I'm going through those super hard times, I can look back at those pure joy times and say, but you never changed. Mm -hmm. Like you're Mm -hmm. still joyful. Mm -hmm. Or if I'm going through something that's really joyous and my friend is going through something that's hard, I can still love her and help her through that. And so just, there's no variation of him. So what would you say, Abigail? Um, I would just say growing and on wonder of who God is, um, just leaving that complacency and understanding him better. Um, Aaron and I were talking about election a couple weeks ago, and I was just kind of confused about that. Like, I understand that God is sovereign and um, it doesn't really it shouldn't really matter to us that much that he's in control and he knows what the best plan is. But I was just kind of getting confused about that. Um, But I think any time I open up the door to those questions that I have, that just makes me that much more excited and restless to run after God. Um, and I wrote a small little poem about complacency, um, just because this was something that I was really struggling with last year. Um, just no desire to run to God's word, no desire to be consistent in my faith. Um, so it's called complacency. It says a sin so innocent and easy to commit a deep numbness. So loud, it drowns us out. We get caught in a net of a never ending cycle, stuck in an invisible world, ignoring the quarrel, the war surrounding us, the war within. So put on your armor, pass the test, fight the good fight and glorify him with nothing but your best. So I feel like for me, that is just something that completely um, has just surrounded my heart recently, just putting on that armor and fighting the good fight to glorify him and all that I do, which means being obedient in the word and um, just really studying theology and running after him in biblical literacy. You make me cry. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> like oh, a I love you. Stop. <laughs> you make me cry. Oh, oh goodness. Oh man. A bunch of women in a room are in trouble. <laughs> oh no. I'm not crying. <laughs> like, I'm, crying. I'm a mama of boys. <laughs> oh, man. All right, let's shift to the gospel. So what is one way that you refresh your mind with the gospel daily? Let's go. Abigail. Okay. So each morning I attempt to start my day with a quiet time. And if I don't make it there, if I'm rushing or whatever, I end up doing it later. But prayer has been a really important aspect of my life lately. Um, Just like it might sound silly, but I just sometimes forget that I can literally talk to God whenever Mm -hmm. I want. When Mm -hmm. my teacher is teaching, when I'm in my car, (laughs) when my mom is yelling at me, like it doesn't matter. Whatever. She's not going to be happy you said that. (laughs) You know, it happens. You know, sometimes I'm a little mouthy, so I don't blame her, you know. Um, but just praying throughout the day and just remembering that like I can call on the Holy Spirit whenever I need um, mm. just in whatever conversation like sometimes it just gets uncomfortable so I'm like hey God can you just please help me through this conversation like I don't know what to say so give me your words mm-hmm. something as simple as that um, and then I just started doing little flashcards um, just writing down verses that remind me of the gospel each day so that I can have them by my nightstand or like on my nightstand so I can flip through them whenever I wake up in the morning. And one of the most important ones to me right now, I'm just refreshing myself with the gospel is Philippians 1 6, which says he who began a good work in me will carry it on 
uh, to completion until the day of, of Jesus Christ. I feel like that's so important because sometimes I just get discouraged. Like, oh, I don't really have like a desire to do quiet times right now. Like, okay, God is still going to work in me and he's going to be faithful no matter what, because that's what his word says. Mm -hmm. I love that. We actually talked about that verse, I think on like episode two or something. Mm -hmm. And and you brought out the point that we were making with the verse that God's faithful. Like it doesn't have to do with you. Like he will be faithful to complete Mm -hmm. that good work. So I like that you brought that up. Full circle moment. (laughs) (laughs) What about you, Ashley? Um, I absolutely have to wake up early in the morning and everybody knows it because I have to go to bed super early at night. Um, Are we past your bedtime? No, we're good. You're good. Um, But in the morning time is when the house is the stillest Mm -hmm. and um, there's, you know, nobody's up. It's super quiet. Um, I absolutely love, I started doing this after Ethiopia. I learned it in Ethiopia, but um, just as I breathe in, I think I'm breathing in the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. And as I exhale, I'm exhaling anything that I'm going through. Mm -hmm. So I might inhale the Holy Spirit. I might exhale all of the baseball games and work and all of the things that I have to do today. Mm -hmm. And then I inhale the Holy spirit and I exhale the bills that we have to pay. Mm -hmm. And then I inhale the Holy spirit and I exhale just all of the things that are on my (coughs) mind until I get to a point where I'm inhaling the Holy spirit and I can't think of a single thing Mm. that I need to give up. Mm, And so then I'm just Mm. inhaling the Holy spirit, exhaling the Holy spirit. And, and when I get to that place, like that's just the most peaceful, quiet place that I could just, I feel like I could just drink him in, mm. you know? Oh, that is so, so good. good. I know. So, yeah, oh, I, I think I'm going to try that. I know. I need yeah. to start doing yeah. that. Oh, Man. That's just such a practical thing. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I've talked yeah. about on here before, I have a really hard time focusing in prayer. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to yeah. start with that. Yeah. I like that. That's yeah. so good. good. I did start asking myself four four questions during my study time. I don't know if I can answer this. You can decide if you want to cut this off or not. But so when I'm going into the um, attributes of God study that mm-hmm. I'm doing, I ask whatever it is that we're I'm studying that attribute. What does this say or reveal about God? Mm-hmm. What does this say or reveal about mankind? Mm-hmm. What is God asking, commanding, encouraging, or telling me to do mm-hmm. with what I've learned? And then what does God want me to actually do with it? Mm. And so I just sit and I ask him those questions mm-hmm. as I'm as I'm growing and, and learning his word. And so, yeah. What about you, Mama? Well, I'm an early riser, as you know. So mine's in the morning. And I do usually preparing for Bible study, you know, that I go to or doing a devotional or being just in his word. It's funny that you said that, Ashley, because I just went to a women's retreat last weekend, and one of the leaders shared exactly that same oh, thing. Oh, how funny. Oh, yeah. I had no never <laughs> The four it. questions or the no, no, in the, breath? The breath. The breath. The breath. Yeah. The breath. The breath. The breath. I just thought that was just so simplistic, but mm-hmm. so powerful. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is. I I do it now, too. <laughs> Good. Good. That's all right. Cool. Well, that's what we all need to do. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> um, so this question's for Ashley and Mom, Debbie. I don't know what to call you when I'm talking to you right now. (laughs) Uh, What would be one thing y'all wish you knew about either biblical literacy, theology, or the gospel when you were in Abigail's season of life or in Casey and my season of life? Mm -hmm. Um, Whoever wants to start, go for it. Debbie, you mentioned the um, Richard Foster's book, Celebration of Discipline. Mm -hmm. I wish that at 
Abigail's age, somebody would have walked me through that mm-hmm. um, because I, I knew how to read the word. I knew how to pray, but all of the other aspects of understanding and learning how to grow closer to him mm-hmm. is there's just so much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. It's good. Very practical. Yeah, I like it. I would say that, you know, of course, listening to Abigail and how deep she is in the word, which I wasn't. I was raised in a church that really didn't push Bible literacy. But I would say that that's the one thing I wish I had. I think I would have made a lot different decisions, not because I was going to be staying in the word and those decisions would be made, but I would have been guided. Like mm-hmm. I think you're you're using your knowledge and your your. Bible literacy to guide you and I made a lot of mistakes so as far (laughs) as in your age group with little kids that was more of the time where I really did get into Bible literacy and part of the reason was I wanted you my three daughters Mm -hmm. to get into it Mm -hmm. so it became almost like a learning thing together Mm -hmm. because I had left the church for a while came back Mm -hmm. so that's, that's really cool, though, because look at Aaron now. I mean, mm-hmm. that's pretty neat. The fruit of it your is. labor, that She's must kind be of a rock star, right? pretty, mm-hmm. pretty cool to see. So, Yeah, and I, I'm really, it's cool to see that all my children are followers yeah. of the Lord and that, mm-hmm. and my grandchildren. Yes. So yes. I feel very blessed. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's so neat. So on the flip side of that, Abigail, what do you think people in your season of life are hungry for? It's so funny because whenever I read this question, like immediately into my mind, my answer popped in. Um, And I think that that is absolutely the gospel. And that Mm -hmm. is because we live in such a broken generation of disunity, Um, whether that's disagreement in politics or disagreement in religion or whatever the case may be. We as a generation are just so divided. And I feel like people are just so consumed by the temporary aspects of this world that they have no hope for the future. Mm -hmm. And so... As a vessel of Christ, my hope is to share that hope with them. My hope is to share that hope. Um, My desire is to share that hope with them um, and just let them know that there is hope in Jesus Christ and that we are guaranteed eternal life when we believe in him and put our faith in him. So I would definitely say the gospel just because our world is so broken and we need a constant, Mm. something that's not changing in this ever-changing world. I don't even know what to say after that. (laughs) (laughs) There is no variance. There's no variation in him. So true. It's good. People are craving that. Yeah. Yeah. They're, yeah, they need something to hold on to some, that hope that you're talking about. Mm -hmm. That's what this generation and this culture needs. So you're absolutely absolutely right. I think it needs more of people like you to, to go out there and actually spread that word. Because I think a young person would not necessarily listen to us or me. But would I was listen listening to you, to you as a peer. <laughs> as a peer, you know, yes. that's right. very yes, valuable. For sure. for sure. Well, this has been so fun. I don't want it to end. But we like to kind of um, wrap up with talking about some resources. So um, does anybody want to share some resources on these topics that we've discussed? Well, I think I have, really. <laughs> Celebration of discipline. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to read a few of the things that are the disciplines he talks about. He talks about the inward disciplines, meditation, prayer, fasting, studying, and then the outward disciplines, simplicity, solitude, submission, and service. And they're all applicable mm-hmm. in an applicable mm-hmm. format, and they are definitely grounded in the Word. Mm. It's good. good. I've read that. Have you read it? No. Yeah. I need to read it. I'll put it on my list. You can borrow mine. You don't need to buy another book. Our husbands are getting so frustrated with us. You're buying another book? Really? four books last week. Yeah, we have spent quite a bit of money on Amazon lately. 
Okay. Uh, I told Taylor we need to go to Ikea and buy a bigger bookcase. <laughs> it was like they sell books at Ikea? No, a bookcase. <laughs> to put all those books. Yeah. yeah, it's a good one. It's a good one. Um, what about you, Abigail? Um, I also love the celebration of discipline. I haven't read through the entire book, but I've gotten a lot of quotes from it and mm-hmm. doing the spiritual disciplines retreat several mm-hmm. times here at this church, um, has been really fruitful just learning from that book. And then also open your Bible, which mm-hmm. I love just digging into the word and understanding how important it is to literally, as the title says, open our Bibles mm-hmm. and just get to know God better and know his character more so that we can love others better. Mm-hmm. Good. Mine is um, The King and His Beauty, and I don't know how to say the guy's last name, but it's Thomas Schreiner. Sounds good. Is that correct? Um, but it's a, it's a biblical theology book. So, like, you can read scripture, and then what this does is um, kind of shortens it a little bit and kind of explains a little bit also, like, it'll attach itself to other parts of the Bible that maybe mm-hmm. you might not have thought about or whatever, yeah. but, um, but I like it because if I want to go and I want to really study, um, a book of the Bible, I can read this and then I can go and just go verse by verse to yeah. in the Bible. But this yeah. will kind of tell me a little bit about like a overview, if you will. But so do you usually read it before you read the Bible or after? Right now I'm reading it after because okay. I'm reading through the Bible, Genesis to Revelation. Yeah, uh-huh. And so um, I I read the book of the Bible and then I read this okay. because I wanna I wanna read the word first and yes. absorb it first, mm-hmm. but then I want to understand it and yeah. this kind of helps me understand mm-hmm. it even more. Mm-hmm. And so then if I have questions, then I can go back to the word and go where where was that and yeah. how can I understand that more or yeah. whatever. Yeah, I like it. And I like that too because I was actually just listening to something this morning and they were talking about biblical theology because mm-hmm. we've talked a lot about systematic theology right, on right. here. Um, but not a lot about biblical theology, and that's just a different way to study the Bible. And yeah. I haven't really looked at a biblical theology book, so I'm gonna have to check that out for sure. It's another book we're gonna order. Yes, then. yes. <laughs> that's funny. Maybe they have it at the library. Maybe no. Or maybe our <laughs> no. church needs to have a library. <laughs> okay, so let's see. We like to end each episode with the Bible verse. And so um, let's just all, all three of you, let you share your favorite Bible verses. And that's how we'll end the show. So thank you all for being here. Yes, this thank was you. just so much fun. So fun. Love each one of you so much. Yes. And um, so we'll go, Abigail, Ashley, and Debbie will let you end. Okay, my favorite verse as of right now is 1 Peter 2.16, which says, Live as people who are free, not using your freedom as a cover-up for evil, but living as servants of God. Mm. That's good. Mine has always been Colossians 3.23, which says, Whatever you do, work at it with all of your heart, as if working for the Lord, not man. Mm. Love it. Mine is Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through him who gives me strength. And 4.11, right before it, I have learned to be content whatever the circumstances. Mm. And I think that's where Paul gets his strength. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Learning to be content. If you've enjoyed this episode, please feel free to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. And most importantly, share with a friend. The beautiful music that you've heard on this episode today is by the incredibly talented Katie Cox.